Hi, this is Mark. This is what happened last time. The guys entered the tomb and found a trio of characters from the Order of St. Mucius hiding from the pirates outside. They unearthed the mummy and used an ancient magical device to call for help from the captain of a ship called the Cephalopod and teleport to the other side of the island. They fought off pirates there while their new allies freed their captive comrades. The Cephalopod arrived and they made their escape. couple of days have passed you've been on the cephalopod it's a ship that is much like other ships except that it has this ability to once a day sink under the water for an extended period of time since you've been on the ship the pirates have been asking you to help out they've been getting increasingly frustrated with giovanni who likes to skirt around his work as much as druck is a hard worker he doesn't seem to have many sailor skills and then there's runar You have met a few of the people on the ship along the way. The first mate, his name is Arafor. He's a human with platinum hair, kind of in a ponytail. Relatively nice guy. He has a brother on the ship that's quartermaster. His name is Lot. And he looks just like his brother, except that he's different. He's exceptionally pale, blue lips, and white milky eyes, and burn scars along one side of his neck. The captain is a little bit standoffish. She initially introduced herself. Dagny is her name. She wears a big woolen coat and a tricorn hat. You've made a little bit of a place for yourself on this overly crowded ship. It's full of refugees from the island that you saved. And some of them come up to you, the St. Mucius survivors. Led by Ellerin, the cleric that you had helped in the tomb with the mummy. Um, we would like to talk to you three for a minute. Oh, sounds good. I just got done cleaning the deck. It's a good time to take a break. Uh, I still hurt. (laughs) Oh, you're fine. You're fine. He rubs your head a little bit. Stop, please. Ellerin says, we all took a collection because we see you as our heroes. We wanted to give back to you, and so we got some gold together for you if you would take it. Oh, um, boy, that's very generous of you. Uh, No, that is, I mean, very generous, yes. I I just... I don't think I could, in good faith, accept that money. We were also in a difficult situation, and we're getting passage out of this. But, I mean, you know, we weren't in, like, a super difficult situation like they were. I mean, we did help them out of their super bad situation. Where is this gold at, by the way? Right here. He's got a bag that he's collected. Oh, sure, and he, uh, yeah, Giovanni yeah. starts to reach for it. Uh, no, that is so nice my... of you. I appreciate it. No, no, I, you should keep your money. You, I have a feeling you will need it shortly. Both of you roll your persuasion. Oh, 14. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> he hands the bag to Giovanni. Oh, perfect. I mean, you are so welcome. And he pats him on the shoulder. It's like, no problem at all. Pretty weighty. It's a good amount of gold. He shakes it up and down a little bit. And he, oh, yeah, that's very kind of you. Very kind of you. Yes, we'll count this out later. And he puts it in his vest. And it's gone. (laughs) (laughs) While you've been on the ship, you've had a chance to look at the magical items that you picked up in the tomb. Okay. The key that Giovanni now has is called the Once in Future Key. It is destined to open a lock 
at an undetermined time in the future. Has a 5% chance of unlocking any lock in which it's inserted, but once it unlocks something, the key disappears. <laughs> so it's just a key that might work. <laughs> yes. Awesome. <laughs> Try it on every lock. <laughs> That's exactly right. That sounds perfect. The brooch that Runar has is called the Time Dial. This brazen brooch consisting of metal backing with a single winding gear in it. Using a bonus action to turn the gear clockwise, one click increases your speed by five feet for one minute. This requires a free hand. The device clicks audibly while in effect. After using this effect, it slowly and silently resets itself and may not be used again until the following dawn. Using a bonus action to turn the gear counterclockwise three times increases your speed by a total of 30 feet for one minute, after which the inner workings of the dial will be used up, the brooch will fall apart, and the magics are permanently spent. This was taking place during one of the above-water moments of the day. It's roughly two-thirds of the day above and, and then a third of the day underwater. Again, some of the crew seem to be a little bit irritated by the hero worship coming from the Mucius crew, clearly rubbing the pirates a little bit the wrong way, and they continue to sort of look at you like, you're not that great. <laughs> the first mate, Arafor, says to Druk, Is this your first time on a ship? Um, no. I've been on three ships now. For an extended period of time? Not so much, but... I could tell. So, what do you do? What are you good at? I'm good at finding things and removing things. Finding things, removing things. Yeah. Noted. What are you good at, Goat? What am I good at? Jeez, do you have eyeballs? Look at this. And he holds up his loot. <laughs> Haven't you been listening the last few nights? Oh. What are you good at? That was you. Era 4? What's your name again? That's right. You got it. Era hey, four. look at that. I got it. <laughs> I'm good at sailing this ship. Sort of undead-looking brother across the way, giving you the evil eye. Mm. Hey, what's up with your brother, by the way? He's a little creepy. Uh, He had an accident. He's fine. Don't mind him. No, all right. Hey, Runar, don't worry about that little zombie boy in the corner. (laughs) I'm not even going to ask the cat. (laughs) He walks off. Where's Dagny at? I, I do believe he left, so now you're just talking to thin air. You do this a lot. I'm a little concerned about your mental health. Seth's <laughs> <laughs> the guy who always talks to himself. Wait, I talk to myself all the time. Uh, can I see that bag that you just got handed? Oh, yes. yeah, the bag. The bag. The bag. Yes. Um, let me go talk to Dagman real quick. No. Uh, how about we just uh, take care of this real quick? Takes him a few minutes and he finally gets the bag out. There you go. And he hands it over to Runar. Yeah. We'll count the bag meticulously. It Stacks of ten. A mix of silvers and golds, mostly. It's the equivalent of 345 gold pieces. So that's uh, 115 gold? Yes. Um, about the gold split. You know, you do what you want with the gold. Uh, I can't control you. Uh, I'm just going to point out that it might have been my fault that the pirates were even on that island. Ah, don't worry about it. They're all safe. They're fine. They weren't all safe, and they're all not fine. Well, like their guards just didn't do their job. They're not around anymore, but all the scholars and stuff are. Well, I mean, I still feel bad about it. Like, I just, I can't. I can't. I can't take money. That's I that's mean, okay. I will take care of the money for you. So another 115 from you, then? Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> and cannon. Moving along. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
This ship is mostly humans. There's a mix here and there of different races. Specifically, there is a bronze dragonkin that works as the boatswain here. She has a green tunic edged with living leaves, small yellow flowers, and she wears heavy eyeliner. Her name is Atkafe. She seems relatively flighty. Every time you talk to her, she just kind of gets distracted by something, whether it's the sky or the fish going by when you're underwater. Just as you're finishing that conversation, you're wondering where Dagny is. She's actually at the helm, and typically when she takes the helm, it's because they're about to go underwater. So you've seen this a couple of times now, and it just sort of starts sinking. There's some sort of force field that's created. It's a bubble or something that's created around the ship, because okay. you don't actually like get doused with water once you go under. You're just in this big force field that keeps the water out. Oh, okay. You could kind of poke your hand out, but it doesn't actually bring anything in. It's really interesting because it's a very bright day, and you can see everything really clearly. You know, the sand and the coral and the different fish going by. It's pretty clear water. Dagny, you got a lovely ship here. One of my favorites I've ever seen. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Apparently the crew has decided that they're not horribly excited about you three for whatever reason. I have several ships myself. In fact, I'm, I have six, and I'm getting my seventh when we get to... Um, Sandalwood is where we're going. Yes, Sandalwood! Yeah, Are we going to Sandalwood? Yes, we're going to Sandalwood. <laughs> All right! We can't feed this many people getting anywhere else, so we're going to go to Sandalwood and let you find your ride from there. Oh, I have a ride. Have you ever heard of the Sea Phoenix? Sea Phoenix. Yes. That's my ship that'll be waiting there for me. It's fantastic. Really? Yes. What? It has 14 fire cannons. Have you ever seen a fire cannon before? Uh, I think so. Would that yeah. be like uh, the cannons we have? Or is a fire cannon something special? Oh, oh no, much better. So these things shoot fireballs out is what they do. It's very great because you disable all your enemy ships in like no time. You just get rid of the sails and boom, they're gone. Hmm. And then you set the ship on fire. But I don't like destroying ships, you know. Boy, those emerald sails, they kind of make me sick. They just destroy ships. Ugh. So do you have a crew on that ship? Oh, I'm the crew. It's just me. You handle the whole ship by yourself? I do, yes. yes. How do you fire... How many can cannons did you say? Uh, Fourteen. Fourteen cannons. Yes. yes. And how do you fire 14 cannons? Oh, where there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I look forward to seeing the Sea Phoenix. Yes. Yes, it'll yes. be great. Well, and you know, I've got the old-faced skull boy over here and the cat man, so... There's three of us anyways. Mm. We can get it going. With your sailing skills... Well, I mean, I kind of coach them through things, but it's okay. Gotcha. They're, they're pretty nifty. They're pretty good at You uh, must learning. be a good coach. Oh, the best. Yep. Uh, how many days till Sandalwood again? Probably two at this rate. Excellent, excellent. I will make sure that tonight we have nice song and dance, all right? Another ship actually goes above you. Ooh. You know, you're underwater, and you can see why they went under. They saw something was coming can't see much other than the fact that there's this hull that is on the water. Hey, Dagny, has this bubble ever popped out here? Have you ever had that problem? Like a swordfish, like, boop? No. Oh, that's good. No, it, uh, that's good. Although occasionally something comes in. Oh, really? Yeah, you haven't seen that yet? I have not. <laughs> like a shark will just, like, flop in. And yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, how have I not seen that? It actually works out well because that's what we serve at night half the time. <laughs> I guess we have been eating shark fins a lot. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> well, now I know where they come from. Yes, the cook appreciates that. Although sometimes I guess it gives him a little work. He's always cleaning fish. Hey, Runar, um, come here. Let's go hang out on the upper deck for a while. Oh, 
nope, nope, nope. I am. Uh, <clears throat> I need to go below decks. Uh, there is a. Um, <clears throat> I saw a. Um, I, I don't like the water I'm going underneath, so I don't have to look at it. And he does. He goes down below decks and finds a place to hide. Couple of, <laughs> couple of the crew just look at each other with disdain as he walks by. <laughs> Druck, why do they not like Runar? Jeez, everybody's so mean to cats around here. I swear. Which is odd. You'd think that they'd welcome a cat on board, but. I know, and I mean, I've been singing songs to them every night. Like, I'm writing a song for Dagny right now called The Ninth Best Ship I've Ever Seen. I mean, you would think that they'd appreciate us a little bit. That cleric boy appreciated us. I mean, the gold was nice. The gold was nice. Yeah. It's a weird combo because the people that you saved from the island are all hero worshipping you. And, oh, excuse me. Oh, thank you. And then the crew is just like, whatever. (laughs) I'm just trying to keep my head down and do my job without making too many enemies. Druk, have you seen a shark flop into the ship yet? I have not. I've Apparently that few. happens. How Where in the world have we been when that happens? I've seen a few tuna, but no no. Sharks. You have? All right. Yeah. I'm going to go on the upper deck and watch for floppy sharks. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the episode name. <laughs> <laughs> floppy shark. <laughs> so yeah, so Giovanni's going to go to the upper deck and literally just watch for things pop in through the bubble and flop around. <laughs> He's hoping they land on people. <laughs> right. He'll go down to, like, the lower deck and try to convince Runar to come up because he really wants Runar to just get, like, scared of, like, a floppy fish or something, but um, not having a lot of luck. When you come down to go talk to him, he's, like, filling his teeth and he's got, he's like, oh, no, I got, I got fangs. I think I got fangs. Are, tell me, hey, what color are my eyes? Are they, are they, have they gone yellow? Oh, my goodness. Your eyeballs are like cat eyeballs. <laughs> They're oh, yellow. No, 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 no. Did you take your glasses off? Yeah. To show him your eyes? Yeah, I, yes. Okay. Can you can you see okay? Can you see better? When you go to put your glasses back on, you realize that you actually see better without the glasses down. <gasps> oh, no. And he slowly just folds the glasses up and puts them inside his robes and goes, This is much faster. I, I think by the end of the week, I'll, I'll just be all, a whole cat. Maybe. Can you see better? I, y- uh, yes. Oh, that's cool. I mean, it's a nice little feature, but like, let's be honest, I would much rather be who I was. It's not something I asked for. Well, well you know, sometimes life throws you curveballs. Um, is that a metaphor? Did they have on the positive scene? Uh, it's called boom ball, something like that. <laughs> boom ball. It's when ogres play like some, they have like a cannon and they hit cannonballs with it, but they don't, you know, you know like somebody throws it at them and they hit the cannonball with the cannon. Well, we have a similar game in the Solisium. They just they throw just a rawhide ball instead of cannons at oh. each other. And nice, nice. I was hoping there was some sort of semblance of normalcy here, but no, you have ogres throwing cannons at each other. <laughs> hey, is Druck down here by chance? Yeah, I kind of sidled my way in. Since you're both down here, by the way, we're only a few days away from Sandalwood, and that golden monkey is not far from Sandalwood, so we will totally get a golden monkey soon. Oh, yes. yes. Um, where is Sandalwood in relation to um, the gnomes? It is right smack dab in the middle of the Plastic Sea. Um, so we're not getting closer. Okay. But we are very close to the moon monkey. Moon monkey? I thought you said golden monkey. No, I meant, I meant, we are very close to the monkey. <laughs> the monkey what is monkey just... are you talking about? Yes. Oh my gosh, I just got sharks on the brain. No, we are very close to the golden monkey of Moon Ma. 
Outside, you hear a flopping. I'll be right back. <laughs> Get out there, they're chopping up a shark. Oh my god! Hey, um, excuse me, sirs. Um, did that happen to land on anybody? <laughs> The GMs check out. <laughs> we killed him. <laughs> They're like, oh. <laughs> They're like, oh man, it was the best thing I ever saw. Oh, was, ah, I missed it. Oh man, ah, it was close. He wet himself. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> all right, we are all going to eat and drink up here tonight, the whole night. We are not going down to the lower decks, ever. <laughs> ah, speaking of which, I probably better go back. Oh, uh, you guys look like you're doing very good on that shark. Keep it up. Thank you. And then he leaves. <laughs> so um, back to the conversation downstairs. Yeah, back yeah. to the conversation downstairs. So, uh, Jack, have you heard of a golden monkey of Moon Ma? I have no idea what he's talking about. I mean, I know there's things and idols are golden, and I haven't heard of Moon Ma. I'm a little concerned here. I understand very little of the history of this area, and if you haven't heard of it, I've definitely never heard of it. Maybe we could uh, confer with uh, Elrond, but I, I just, I don't know. I'm a little concerned. Oh my gosh, guys. A shark landed on somebody, but we missed it. Uh, I wouldn't say miss. So I don't much. know that I'd use the term miss. Or we yeah. didn't see it, therefore we missed it. Well, yeah, but the, point. I mean, in those terms, yes. But I, like, I don't feel less enriched for having missed it. I am gonna tell Dagny that we all need to stay on the upper deck all night because you're certainly welcome to do so. I'll be right back. <laughs> We need to go talk to Elderin about Moon Ma. There's a giant sea turtle. <laughs> and they're like hollowing. <laughs> <laughs> they're hollowing it out. Oh, oh that poor sea turtle. Oh my god. Hey, um <laughs> Did that happen to land? <laughs> hey, um, did that happen to land on anybody? <laughs> Yeah, the <laughs> first mate is laying there, Aerophore. Oh, Aerophore, oh my goodness. Oh, did it? Did the shell hit you? <laughs> yeah. It... <laughs> it bounced a couple times. <laughs> oh, I, I'm so sorry to hear that. Like, Giovanni's like laughing a little bit as he's saying, like he's holding back his laugh. Oh, my. Um... I want to roll perception to see if there's a bunch of big sea creatures around the ship. See if I can notice one coming along. Dang it, I only rolled a five. You definitely see some fish out there, but nothing really big at the moment. All right, well, and again, it's pretty clear out here, so you can see relatively far, all things considered. I guess I'll, uh, I'll head back. Hey, you're doing a very good job on that turtle, by the way. We'll uh, see you in a bit. And he heads back down. <laughs> oh, there he is. Oh, hey, uh, they, uh, this one was a sea turtle, and it landed on the Arafak guy. I mean, he kind of deserved it. Arafor? Arafor, yes, yes, Arafor, uh, that's right. Uh, hey, I have a, a quick query for you. Yeah, sure. You're aware that, you know, another one's going to land on the, the deck, right? 
at any minute. I'll be back. And he runs off. <laughs> okay, I got rid of him. Let's go talk to Halloran. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're going to go see if we can find Halloran. <laughs> You two are going to go find Ellerin? That's the plan. All right. It's a pretty crowded place, but they've all segmented themselves into different groupings. And so you can easily find the actual order of St. Lucius because they all are robed. You've actually learned that some of them are monks, like fighting monks. Most of them died in the whole process with the pirates, but there's still a few of them uh, among the group. It's, excuse me, um, Ellerin. Uh, I have an academic question. Sure. Have you heard of something referred to as Moonma? I believe you said Moonma. Moonma? Yes, golden monkeys and Moonma. Well, I mean, moon, right? And then Ma could be like a stomach or a, could be a mouth sometimes. Well, I mean, I understand like the etymology of the word. Um, is there any historical value to that phrase? Uh, I mean, it sounds like something from like the Tenebris era, um, like something with Nock and the Twilight stuff. I mean, that's my guess. I don't, haven't heard of it, but Moon Ma? Ma doesn't sound horribly nice. Like the mouth of Nock, right? Like mouth. Okay, okay, okay. So, um, what I think he's saying is if we find a collector of dark artifacts, mm-hmm. they will pay almost literally out of the nose for it. Well, we can take a look at it. He knows of the term Golden Monkey of Moon Ma. I don't know that there is Moon Ma. I think we should just encourage him as far as we can. I, I realize I just turned down some money, um, but I, I'm not. I need to get passage back to the gnome land so I can get back to the Silesium. Well, maybe this will lead us that direction. I hope, or at least give us money to like charter a boat. I'm turning in a cat, and this is going quickly. I think I'm going to be a full cat within a week. We'll get you to the Silesium. Uh, well, well, I mean, but to be clear, the Silesium is past Candria, so we need to go to the Gnome Lands. Well, then we'll go to the Gnome Lands. Okay, thank you. I think we can stave off Giovanni on his search for the Golden Monkey of Moonball. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Oh no, oh no. Oh hey, there you are. Hey, uh, no flops this time. No, nothing going on. Something else lands upstairs. You know, if you stopped looking for us down below deck, you wouldn't run into this problem. Alright, I'll tell you about the monkey later. See ya. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, Just let him go. Uh, Runar, like, bites the his first knuckle on his index finger, just, like, in frustration. I hate the water now so much. Well, we're under the water. I, you don't understand. I, it's this uncontrollable thing. I don't want to get wet. I can't control this. This is insane. It affects me in insane ways. I'm losing my mind. I'm having memory gaps. Next thing I'll know, I'll be turning into some... St- sort of cat guardian the cook dale is within earshot <laughs> and he he's this older gentleman he's got kind of thin hair and a mustache but he's got kind of this youthful smile and he goes best thing to do for that is just rip the bandage off you need to go swimming you just see runar just like visibly start shaking this is not a bandage well when you're out at sea i think it's a little bit of a bandage what do you think there truck that is a solution? I don't... I've already been swimming. I still hate the water. He did go swimming. I was perfectly fine. I was mostly dry, and I pulled up my hand and show off the ring. 
He's like, hey, hey, back at you, but oh wait, wait. Oh no, it's oh, it was your ring finger. Okay. (laughs) Common misconception: elves have very dainty fingers. I could see where you got confused on that. Those little elf hands, I get it. That's uh, that was on me. I don't know that Runar is keen on taking another dip. I'm saying that's the way to do it. That's a way to do it. A couple people bring down a bunch of meat on a big turtle shell. They bring it past Dale, and he kind of looks at it like, ugh. It's like, uh, you've got your work cut out for you. (laughs) He holds his ring finger up at you. (laughs) (laughs) Runar stomps angrily over to the turtle, grabs a chunk of meat, and just starts eating it raw. And then you look up, and everyone in the room is like, has the same look on their face. What? I'm a cat. Geo upstairs, you're outside, and you see a shark come really close, and you're so excited, and then it darts away the other direction. Just, you know, almost like its nose pokes through the bubble almost, and then just darts away the other way. He goes to see if he can get a drink from somebody, and then when he finally convinces someone to give him a drink, he just sits down in some sort of chair and just looks above and is drinking. All right. You notice that there's a bunch of kelp that starts going by. Okay. It's been pretty clear up to this point. Okay. And now suddenly it's almost like it becomes a little bit of a forest, and they kind of pull the boat to a stop. Hmm, interesting. And then they yell out, Go to the surface! And everybody kind of braces oh. because going to the surface is sometimes a little bit abrupt. Giovanni just sits there super miserable looking. He's so sad that they're going above surface and as the boat shakes and everything, he's just going to move around all over the place and still have the same expression on his face of disappointment. He sort of pops up and does a little bob in the water for a minute. Everybody make a con check. I got a two. (laughs) (laughs) Sucker. I got a five. <laughs> Sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. Those, yeah, so Runar keeps himself together, and it's right in front of crew members who already disdain you. They're just like, Ugh. Hey, aren't you on duty to clean up the deck? There's a mess right over. <laughs> I'll be right back. Guys, and he doesn't come can back. Can we get a map? That's <laughs> this mop out. Just looking at you like... Giovanni comes downstairs to see Druck and Runar. Runar is still gnawing on this piece of raw turtle flesh. How's the turtle today? A bit rubbery, actually. I was expecting it a little bit more tender. I don't. He holds out his hand because he would like to try. Yeah, it's over the raw turtle. Okay. <laughs> Giovanni starts chewing on it. Yeah, not too bad. <laughs> a bit salty. Druck, go ahead and roll your con again. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, 13. Alright, you almost go there, right? Gross, but not... Hey, Druck up there uh, on deck. Puck is on duty. He's cleaning up puke right now, so if you gotta go, just puke there and then come back down. It's fine. (laughs) Don't worry, he already puked in front of St. Mucius. What is this golden monkey of Moon-wa? Moon-ra? Moon-ma. Moon-ma. The golden monkey of Moon-ma. It apparently is this little golden monkey, and when you get it, you become completely taken over by its powers. It's like the gold flows through you. So not only is it made of gold and worth a lot, but it gives you powers. You gain courage, gift of gab. Apparently you get so much power that you don't even feel pain anymore. Like, think about that, drug. You don't even feel pain anymore. And I even heard that you might even time travel. 
This thing's supposed to be full of all sorts of powers. And it's made of gold, so it's going to be worth a lot. Did I say that already? You mentioned yes. yes, yes. That's what they say anyways. Insight Jack. I got an 18. He clearly believes that whatever this is is a real and thing. And You hear one of the Mooshus guys being like, I heard they did some time traveling at the island. <gasps> yes! Yeah, oh, Moon Ma, Moon Ma, Moon Ma, Moon Mooshus, Moon Ma. Oh, I just made a connection. No. Yes! It doesn't work that way. Oh, I think it does! I think it does! Um, no. The mystical power of Moo? Is that is that your connection? I mean, it might be, yeah. I, that sounds good to me. The boat's going very slowly. Why are we going so slow? Uh, well, I don't know. We got up uh, above the water. There's, There's a lot probably of kelp an where... octopus on the rudder or something. I... There's water dripping all over you because it came up above the water, right? So there's just it's just it's... raining above you. There's a lot of kelp and stuff. It's just slowing I, us down if, a little bit. So there's water coming down into like where we're at. Yeah, from the sails and stuff. I mean, it's just oh, dripping okay. off the ropes. Like it's just everything's drenched. He, um... Runar is hiding underneath something, I'm sure, that's dry. Uh, Air quote to dry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dex check. Huh. Dirty 20. Ooh. He is just aptly moving back and forth as these drips. <laughs> it's like he's doing a little dance. Geo thinks about taking his, his loot out because you're doing a little dance. <laughs> Runar, you're very funny. You're very funny. I don't even think a drip got on you, my friend. No, that would be bad. Listen, I'm not. What you sound like you're describing to me is very similar to what happened to me, and I don't know that I want to go through that with another thing. I don't want to turn into a monkey. Well, would you rather be a monkey or a cat? Maybe this is your opportunity to turn into something else. I would like to be the human that I was. I mean, if I'm voting cat or monkey, I vote monkey every time. <laughs> I think you picked goat. Well, I didn't pick goat. I mean, Mayor picked the goat, but for you, maybe it's monkey time. Uh, I, I think you picked goat, and Mayor decided to acquiesce your request because he thought it would be funny. Well, I tell you what, we will find this thing, and we'll get it, and then we will get on my own ship, the Sea Phoenix, and we'll be on our way to the next treasure. It's going to be amazing. Can we just go to the Gnome Lands? Yeah, is there treasure there? I Yes. There's... Yes, there is stuff treasure you can in the trade for that's quite valuable. They have automaton trinkets that are quite popular in other places. Yeah, honestly, I think one of my ships is at the Gnomelands. Oh, even better. Yeah, the Sea Titan. It's amazing. It's the amazing. It's so Titan. beautiful. Yes. Are all of your ships like the sea something? Um, no, no, actually, just two of them. Uh, you just the two that you have named to me happen to be the two that are the sea something. Oh nope, sorry, three of them are. <laughs> Three. Can we get Can we get a four? Well, no, I got the Sea Phoenix, the Perennial of Soul, the Sea Titan, the Chimera, the Lady Love, the El Scorcho, and the Sea Mare. Okay, it could have been the Sea Chimera? Chimera, Chimera, however you... No, 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 I'm going to take... I mean, Sea Chimera. It's already got the name on it, you know? I don't want to add to it. It's, you can just paint it a little bit in the it's front. It's like historical, you know? It, historical boats sound dangerous. They're a bad investment in the housing market. It sounds like a worse investment in the boat market. Oh, the boat market's always hot around here. Demand Historical is always high. Supply is boat. always low. You know what I just realized is the emerald sales actually help out my ship's price, their value. They destroy ships, my ships stay around, and the value goes up. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Okay, maybe they're not so bad as long as they stay away from my ships. They aren't going to stay away from your ships, and 
two, they tried to kill us. For the record. They kind of tried to kill us, yeah, true. But you realize that everyone on the ship is sort of standing, watching this conversation. <laughs> and the pirates specifically all just have this look of disgust between you. Giovanni, like, stops the conversation, just kind of waves to him, and then keeps talking. The captain comes out of the crowd, and she has this tricorn hat and this big woolen coat, and she says, There's a clearing in the kelp forest below. We think that there might be land near. That's usually the case with kelp. If you knew anything about this, looking at all three of you with disgust, you don't think I know about that? And he tips his tricorn hat to her. She takes her tricorn hat off and puts it in her chest. <laughs> Wispy hair kind of flops down in front of her face. Do we know where we are? I no, I can barely read a map, so and I haven't seen one, and I don't even know what direction we're headed. This whole up and down underneath the water, it, I'm very confused. Air Force steps up to the captain, says yes, there's a wreckage down below. Ooh. And then he turns to Druck and he says, "You said you're good at finding things, right?" He did say that. Yeah, I can find things. Captain says maybe it's time for these three to make their do. They haven't uh, been very good sailors. I'm, I'm good right sailors. Here. Jeez, that's I, how you really feel. I stole away on the wrong ship. I, I wouldn't say I'm a sailor at all. We're not going to get any closer for fear that there might be something living in there. Sometimes that's the case with sunken ships. But there's also, what's more common, is that there's treasure in the sunken ship. <laughs> how exactly do you suppose, propose we get air while under the water? What you got? You got like a little jellyfish that we throw on our face or anything? <laughs> Make us breathe? <laughs> she looks at you and she says, maybe you are a sailor. Oh, yeah. By the way, I did call that your ship went underwater, right? And he gives Runar a high five. <laughs> <laughs> she says, yes, we can handle the breathing part. <laughs> yeah, I've seen these things before here. They're called face suckers or something. I don't know. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. No. We call them breathing jellies, but they're called different things in different places. Breathing bubbles, breathing jellies. Face suckers, face apparently. Suckers. He takes one and just smacks it right on his face basically this gelatinous jellyfish looking thing and once you put it on your face you wrap it around and then you know because you've seen these before you just need to blow so you pull it over like you're pulling a balloon <laughs> over your head uh-huh. and you go and then it just pops into place and yeah. he has this perfect clear circle around his head can I roll athletics and see if I can throw one at Runard and have it land right on smack in his face yeah go for it nice I rolled a 13 does that miss him yes dang it all right, I'm going to try Druck. Okay, don't waste our... <laughs> okay, Druck, I rolled a 21. <laughs> Stop what? Right in your face. <laughs> hey, Runar, go pick that up and put it on your face. It kind of starts creeping around your head. Runar goes to do it, and he's just... <laughs> 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 all right, so they all pop into place. Hey, mine smells like grape. We're I don't gonna, think you know what grape smells we're like. Send, send you down to check this out. We will certainly give you a percentage of what you find. Giovanni <clears throat> points over a drug and mouths the word percentage and points in his vest. <laughs> Why'd you point at your vest right there? <laughs> what? Nothing. I don't know. What are you talking about? I just like my vest. I was showing him my vest. He's very proud of his vest. All right. Uh, we will be back with whatever we find. Shall we? Yep. All right. Giovanni grabs Runar and starts pulling him with, because he knows Runar is not going to go with us. He knows he's going to have to be forced to. I'm going to pull my uh, rain of water walking off, because I don't know that they would. <laughs> the conflict? Uh, yeah. I, 
Alright, so are we ready to get down there? Uh, yeah, I don't know that my bow's gonna do a whole lot. Just as you're saying that, the kind of undead looking quartermaster walks up. Yeah. Lot. Yeah. Yes, that bow's not going to do you much good. That rapier over there. Here, we've got a few options. Then he has a box that he opens up. It's got a bunch of different weapons in it. It's got some short swords. It's got some daggers. It's got some spears, like kind of harpoon-looking things. Javelins. It's got, actually got a couple of tridents as well. Take oh. a short sword. Oh, you know what? Um, hold on one second. And Giovanni starts going through his vest. And uh, it takes him a little while to get what he wants to. He's got like a thing of manacles and a little inkwell and a shovel and... He finally gets to the magical javelin that he got from the little frog people. He's like, I've got this! The pokey stick. Right. It's got a little cop shell for a point. <laughs> the tip of it almost looks like it's swaying because it <laughs> looks fragile. looks very right? fragile. Are you sure that we'll need those? I'm not, not much of a fighter. I'm, 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 I like to think of myself as a, a scholar, a gentleman, a, a lover. Ru- Runar, it's better safe than sorry, so you better grab one of these. Here, how about this? And he grabs the biggest trident he can find and hands it over to you. He, like, grabs it and just, like, immediately drops it. Yeah. Runar is pretty useful without weapons. Yeah, well, you know. Just gonna leave that there. He, he picked it up. I, it, anyway, um... <clears throat> Uh, can I have my trident, please? Oh, here you go. Take it back. <laughs> you gotta use your manners, Renard. Jeez. Maybe don't hand me random things. This underwater stuff's making you so crabby. <laughs> <sighs> Why are we going underwater? Pirates are like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> You're making him crabby, too. Look at him. Jeez. Speaking of crabs, are you ready to go under the sea? Actually, I need a moment. Did I ever tell you a story that I met a crab that actually sang to me, and he sang a song that was something like Under the Sea? It was a good tune. Let me guess. His name was Sebastian. Um, no, it was Babastian, but you're close. Babastian. Correct. <laughs> okay, and before we go down into the water, Giovanni's going to cast Speak with Animals so he can make sure he can speak with the fishies. You know, I do think I'll take that spear, and he takes it very daintily. Mm-hmm. And then he just does, like, this very slow, like, stabbing motion. This isn't going to go well, guys. Don't worry, you'll know how to use it as soon as something tries to eat you. It'll that's, all work out. That's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm not going to be any more ready anytime soon. To the Jellyface crew, and he puts his hand in the middle of you two to put your hands on his. <laughs> we no? Go ahead and jump off the boat now. <laughs> all right, well. As your hand is out, though, before you pull it away, <laughs> the dragonkin lady that's kind of loopy in the way she acts puts her hand on yours. <laughs> He turns and smiles to her. Oh, hello. What are we yelling? A jellyface crew. Jellyface crew. Jellyface crew. Thank you. She says, See? by the way, I have seen what's down there. What is down there? I could cast some spells, you know. Oh, well, oh, I'm a, boy, a little late on telling us this. Um, <laughs> what, what is down there? It's the Fortunato. The Fortunato? Yes. That sounds like there's a lot of fortunes in it. Roll your history. Oh, I got that. Ten. Thirteen. You think you heard of the Fortunato being a ship that had sailed from Aurora and then never made it. Oh, this is going to be great. It was headed towards you, I think, Portmanteau. Like, what was on the ship? What kind of ship was it? A merchant ship of some sort. Mm, Excellent. Thank you, madam. He winks at her. She winks back. Runar sidles up to the edge of the boat, looks over at the water. Giovanni? Yes? You're going to have to push me. Go ahead and roll your attack roll, because I think his cat and six are going to take over. <laughs> Fifteen. Ah, oh, you miss. Ah, I do it again. 
Nah, four! <laughs> I do so, it again! Ah! Five! Uh, can you just jump? You just keep trying and you can't get him off, and then suddenly three of the crew members just attack and, like, push him off. <laughs> well, I mean, get away yourself. All right, well, I guess I'll see you all later, and sorry, Dragon Lady, I only have one love. See you later. And he jumps in. <laughs> Bubbles everywhere. Suddenly it's almost dark from where you are because of the kelp. Giovanni really wants to try the kelp. He's contemplating taking his mask off for a second to eat the kelp. It's really while you're walking through, it's like a forest. You can maybe see ten feet out. I cannot wait to get the treasure in here. I bet this will be easy. We'll just go right there, find the treasure, and we'll be done. It never works that way. Never. Also, ever works think, that way. Think about this, guys. We can take some of the treasure, and I can put a bunch of it in my vest, and they will never know. <sighs> Renard's like walking along, like hunched over the spear, holding it very awkwardly. You exit the kelp, and here's this ship with kind of golden gilding around the edges, and it's half-rotted, and things have grown over it. Half of it's kind of split down the center. Oh, I hate seeing a down ship. I'm going to try and maintain as stealthy a position as I can as we approach the ship. Giovanni's going to constantly be pulling Runar this whole time. All right, bubbles everywhere as you move. This thing around your head's starting to stink. It's a little fishy. <laughs> Mine's grapefish. That's not a thing. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> Taste your air. And you get up to the <sighs> hull. Nothing's happened. Can we roll perception? Yeah. Ooh. 20. 19. 11. You hear some sort of almost like giggling. Anyway, did y'all hear that? There's some giggling up ahead. Sounds like it may be coming from the front half of the ship. Runar, is that your stomach? Is the turtle turning in your stomach? No. Yeah, well, that's not good then. I mean, that wouldn't be good, but this isn't good either. I could cast darkness. You think that would help us? Maybe, but then I can't see. <laughs> I'm going to make my way across the oh, deck. Hey, oh, wait, wait. Stop, stop. I got a great idea. I think this random vision from the cat god came to me. I'm going to use two key points to cast Pass Without Trace. Nice. Take a plus ten of that stealth check. Okay. <laughs> that I will. Truck, watch out for mermaids, by the way. Sometimes they lure people in. And I'm going to go with him because he has to stay within a certain range. <laughs> so Truck walks right into the center between the front and the back part of the ship. It's kind of split in half. And so he can kind of look into what would have been the underdeck of the ship. And towards the front of the ship, he could see a couple of humanoid-looking turtles. Oh. They have almost dragon-like facial features. So you could think sort of like a mix between uh, a turtle and maybe a dragonkin. They turn and look at Druk, and then you realize, Druk, they didn't see you, right? They, like, turn and look your way, but you've been trying to hide behind some of the wreckage that's there. Right. And they just sort of look past you, and they go back to talking. Do I hear what they're saying? Yeah, they are going over some sort of trick that the other guy was doing. And he's like, dude, that was the coolest. And the other guy says, oh, what? You didn't even do that. And he's like, no, I totally did. <laughs> Drog, what's going on up there? At this point, Runar is actually creeped up next to Drog. And he got a 33 after all the bonuses for stealth. All right, I'll roll my stealth, too. I rolled a 7. Plus 10. 17. Plus. Runar and Druk don't seem to be noticed, but then Giovanni comes around the corner. 
and kind of hits his foot on something, and it just skitters across the sand, and it actually kicks a bunch of sand up, and so suddenly there's just a big spray in the water. Now he's like waving his arms really big to get the sand out of his way. <laughs> what? Roll your initiatives. Oh no. Oh. Eight. Thirteen. That was a nat 20. I wasted it. <laughs> <laughs> These two turtle guys turn, pull out their weapons. Mm-hmm. One of them's got two short swords. <laughs> the other one has a quarter staff. Nice. And then you realize that from behind you, there's two more. <laughs> <laughs> I knew guess. I smelled a rat. <laughs> well, let me guess. One's got two sticks tied together with a rope, and then the other one has like two daggers. Cowabunga. So, four turtle humanoids that have dragon-type features suddenly know you're there. Gnarly, dude. However, Runar, you're going first. He's going to go, ah! And cast darkness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, what just happened? <laughs> just for clarification's sake, this is all very brightly lit. This is okay. like the Caribbean where we are yeah, right yeah, now. Okay. So okay, there's very clear know, water. You're not super, super deep or anything. And it's know. bright daylight. So. Hey, Drak. more. So yeah. suddenly it goes dark. Drak, what do you want to do? That's an excellent question. Sneak my way around to the far side of the boat. So, Druck, you kind of fumble through the darkness a little bit, stub your toe, and kick up a little bit of sand. Moving through the water slower than you would like, you actually exit the darkness and kind of whip around, take a little bit of cover from the side of the ship, and you're looking back at a dark circle. Uh, and then I'm going to go ahead and stealth again. 16. All right, kind of hides himself for a second, and he's watching the darkness. Giovanni, what would you like to do? Suddenly it went dark. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Turtle People. Oh, we are friends. We are friendly. We are friendly. We're just here to say hi. We wanted to check out this area. We're touring the underwater, okay? We're like snorkeling. We're I'm jelly- peeing my pants. I thought it got warmer, but we're, we're just touring, okay? Uh, uh, how, how is everything going? Who turned out the lights? They start moving towards the sound. Runar, they all kind of seem to converge on you based on where you are. They all just kind of move that direction. Even though Giovanni was right there talking, you're just kind of in a bad spot. Sure. And so you feel these little punches coming around. One of them is going to connect. You just get a little bit of a random slice all across your arm. I pass the contract to keep the spell up. You can't see them, but you are clearly surrounded by these turtles. You're going to hear a snarl from Runar. The spell's going to drop, and he's going to say, Tonight we died on turtle soup. <laughs> <laughs> And he's going to stab whatever one's right in front of him with uh, the spear. Okay. You go the direction of the one that hit you. He has red eyes, and he's holding a couple of long daggers. Seven points of damage off a nat 20 from the spear. Ooh, what? The second attack, he'll do the kick. I rolled another nat 20, but two had a disadvantage. Whoa, uh uh-huh. <laughs> Don't cut this cat. <laughs> but I did roll a total of 17 to hit. That'll hit. For six points of damage bludgeoning, preferably to the crotch. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly where you get it. She's like, oh. <laughs> the spear shaft catches him between the legs. And that'll be my turn. Alright. Druck, everything is visible. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm gonna go ahead and move back towards Renar. <laughs> And try and stab the guy that he's been hammering on. He's currently holding his crotch. 
ish. Twelve. Twelve will miss. Okay. All right. Giovanni. Suddenly, we've got these turtles all here surrounding Runar. Druk has come in and swiped at one. Druk, you have to aim for the crotch. <laughs> Giovanni <laughs> takes a swing at, at one that's next to him. Okay. Roll the nat one. This is the guy with the quarterstaff. Okay. Oh, hey, I rolled the nat one with the uh, with the magical plus one death. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Against the quarterstaff. Dude. All right. So, <laughs> you have this magical... St- <laughs> Magical, this magical javelin for that, five that, minutes. That was a plus one javelin, and it had the special ability in which if you rolled one on the attack roll, it would break in half. And the first time you used it, <laughs> it broke in half on the corners that he just holds it up, smashes it, and the little conch shell just flies into the water. I missed his crotch. <laughs> <laughs> Can I try to roll an acrobatics and grab the conch cell to put it in my vest? <laughs> uh, yes. Go ahead. Awesome. Ooh, 18. Yeah, you do it. Awesome. You do it. All right. Yep. Sweet. All right, their turn. Quarter staff comes flying at you, Brian. In the face. I'm better than the crotch. He's going to hit. It's because you don't wear pants. <laughs> do pants add to your AC? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so as you're grabbing it, he hits you in the shoulder for four points of bludgeoning damage. Oh. Runar, the one standing next to him that has the two short swords, is going to swing at you. One of them hits you for ooh, eight points of piercing damage. Another one is going to swing at you on the other side. He's got a couple of belaying pins in his hands. One of his attacks misses, the other one hits. Whew, eight points of damage. Ooh. <laughs> Just start smacking in. And then the other one is going to turn on you, Druk. He's the guy with the daggers that was holding his crotch a second ago. Oh, and he misses. You just kind of slash it away with it with your short sword in the water. Right. All right. On the aft of the ship, through a hole towards the back of the ship, comes a rat. Another figure. <laughs> rat like. No, but I like what you're thinking. Oh. <laughs> it comes up through. It is the cutest baby dragon turtle <laughs> you could ever imagine. Like a chibi version of a dragon turtle. <laughs> this little, like, nice, you know, long eyelash, like, <laughs> and pops up out of the hole in the back of the hall. <laughs> Baby dragon turtle. We gonna die. We all gonna Runar, die. it's your turn. I'll take a swing at the the same one. Does a 17 back, hit. Back at the, the one with the red eyes? Yeah. 17 hits. Eight points of piercing damage spear into him and you catch him right in the gut oh. um, right under kind of where his plates are and he's like oh dude <laughs> and he kind of rolls over blood comes out of his belly and he kind of goes belly up and starts just sort of floating there I'll turn on one of the other ones and do some sort of crazy monk kick I don't know what do monks do underwater and uh, I rolled a dirty 20 nice. to hit for 4 points whip around catch him He's like, what? As you kind of catch his attention. Druck, it's your turn. All right, I'll take a stab at that guy. Okay. Hello, blue eyes. No. Oh, my God. Not with the one. Yeah, that's my turn. Okay, Giovanni. Still got the course staff guy right on you. Giovanni says, don't look behind you now, but there's a cute little dragon turtle thingy in the back. <laughs> also, Druck, you have to aim for the crotch. And then he kicks at the crotch of the one with the staff. Oh, yeah, you're, you're weaponless now. I rolled an 11. He puts his hand out and stops your kick. It's going too slow through the water. Ow. 
Oh, my foot. All right, their turn. The one quarter staff is going to swing at Giovanni, and he misses. The one with the short swords is going to swing at Druck. Both swords just stab at your sides and sort of pull back. Oh, yep. So between it, he hits you for 10. And then one of them is going to go after Giovanni. This is the guy with the belaying pins. He has orange eyes. Oh, and he misses. Nice. All right. So the dragon turtle baby <laughs> moves forward and hawks back and just <laughs> sprays out a bunch of steam and like oh. heated water breath weapon. He's going to actually catch everybody, including the turtles yeah, okay. that are with you. Okay. So everybody take a dex saving throw. 25. Ooh. 10. Oh, God. No. Nope. All perish and never saw them again. <laughs> they never saw them again. If you failed, you take 12 points of fire damage. If you made it, you're going to take half that. I got to roll for the turtles. As this comes through, it catches all of the turtles. The one with the quarterstaff actually goes, Ah! What? Come on, man! Holds his chest and floats away and slumps his head down. The other two took some damage out of it. They look back and they're like, Really? Bruno Chai, it's your turn. I'll take a swing with the spear at the first one. No loudness. And then I'll try to kick him in the crotch. 14. 14 misses. Okay. All right, Druck. Giovanni, a little help. And attack. Okay. Attacking the one with the short swords. Yep. No. No. These are horrible dice. (laughs) I do nothing. All right. So attack, and he just kind of dodges out of the way. Giovanni, as you're standing there, there is a quarterstaff floating within reach. I grab the staff. And then I look around. Is there by any chance a shark or a whale or a killer whale around within shouting distance? <laughs> Let me roll. Okay, okay. There is a shark <gasps> within shouting distance. Yes! Uh, excuse me, Mr. Shark, Mr. Shark, look, there is a cute little baby dragon thing for a meal. Eat that thing right back there, right back there. Baby dragon thing? It called you a name. It was making fun of your mother. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> Can I roll persuasion? Yeah, go ahead. 26. <laughs> oh! Shark goes flying towards the baby dragon. Awesome. And just for perspective, it's about your size. Just to kind of give you an idea, it's about humanoid size. Sharks are pretty good at taking out humanoid size things. <laughs> Druck, I'm helping. There's a shark on the way. You can do this, buddy. All right. Bardically inspired, Druck. So one of the turtles is going to attack towards Druck, the one with the short swords. One of its attacks connect. Cool, cool. I am unconscious. Oh. oh. <laughs> All right. The one with the belaying pins is going to swing at Runar. Hits you for five points of... Yeah. All right, shark hits the dragon turtle. Yes! Takes a bite. You see a little bit of blood come out as it hits it. And the shark starts to do that frenzy thing where it's shaking it around. Nice. And starts to pull it away from you a little bit. And the whole thing is just locks into place in a sense. It it doesn't seem to be reacting right now. Like, it's just trying to protect itself from the shark. Runar, it's your turn. I'll have one of the Teenage Mutant Dragon Turtle Ninjas. Hey! Oh, that was a net 20 again. 11 points of piercing damage. I think I was going out the short swords. Okay, he's focusing his attention on Druk, who just started to float in front of him. You just stab your spear right into his stomach and yank it out, and the blood just <laughs> sprays into the water. 
and he floats up as well. I'll go for a kick on the volley pin, and I believe it ain't misses. Yep. So you turn around, kick at him, and he kind of moves out of your way. Drop, go ahead and make a death saving throw. Yep. <laughs> We're getting used to this. Really? Yeah, I feel like we just do this nope. all the time. No! Meryl, Meryl. Oh. oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, Giovanni? Giovanni is going to yell at the Teenage Mutant Dragon Turtle and say, Buddy, you better run because you're next. And then he points towards the shark. And then he will try to kick <laughs> the turtle in the groin. Okay. Got a 13 to hit. Yeah, okay, so you missed. Go ahead and roll your intimidation, though, with advantage because the big guy is being drug away by a shark. Dirty 20. Ooh! This is not worth it, dude. <laughs> I'm out of here. Oh, and it's his turn after that. So he turns and runs, but Runar, you can have an tr- attack of opportunity if you want it. Sure, like he's in full-on cat guardian mode or whatever in 2030 for nine points of damage. Oof. He tries to run, and you just spear him up under his shell and just dig it in and then rip it out, and just blood's just pouring around you. It's just like this whirlwind of blood. And the shark over there is like, Hey, what's going on over there? (laughs) Focus on that dragon. (laughs) Remember, I'm in front of your mom. (laughs) As the shark turns to talk to Giovanni, the dragon turtle turns and takes a bite into the shark. Clamps down, you know, with this okay. big turtley mouth. But it sort of pulls back, and the shark is not killed, but it's definitely wounded pretty bad. Mm. It starts to sort of move away. The dragon turtle starts to move away as well. Turns back at you and says, My name is Tagglenith. Remember that. <laughs> and darts off into the water. Did you hear that? He just said his name is Tagglesmith. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, what, what happened here? Uh, what's blood? Oh. Oh, um, uh, oh my God. Uh, Druk, Druk. Giovanni grabs Druk, kind of makes him so he doesn't keep going up to the water, and he's trying to see if he can get Druk to feel any better. Pretty far away, this little dragon turtle pops his head back up, and he goes, I just want to make sure you understand that means that I'm going to get you later. Do you guys get that? <laughs> yeah. Yes, Tackle Smith. We know we'll get you later. You'll get us later, yes. Okay, Tackle Nith. Tackle Nith. All right, write that down. Check, well, I, can't I mean, I... later. When you, yeah. I'll write it down on my head. All right. Just wanted to make sure. <laughs> Swims away. Oh, man, I've never loved sharks so much in my life. Uh, medicine check. Don't oh, want to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't put the spear in his nose. You, that's a dumb thing. To do. <laughs> you know, I feel like there's deja vu or something going on. I don't know. There's like treasure around the corner. Drugs passed out. Uh, what in the water does not indicate that? Uh, it's a fail. Oh my gosh! How many fails is that? That's two. two. Well, um, one of these days we probably should get some healing potions, huh? Or you learn a spell called Healing Word. Maybe there's a healing potion inside his the baby dragon's hoard. Let's go take a look. Sure, I, I will, will try my fastest. Grab Druk and start pulling him through the water towards the potential hoard. So you come through the hole and you find a spot where there's a bunch of cracked open eggs. There's a few that are actually closed still. They are a little turtley, a little dragony, but there's a bunch of gold collected there as well with different items. You're looking for a potion? Yes. Make a perception log since you're in there. And it's lit up enough for 20. Not dark outside. Ooh, look at that. You can see a few potions. One of them that stands out to you to a healing potion. Okay. He goes right over to Druk. 
shoves his hand underneath the jelly in the neck and smashes it into Druck's face and aims for his mouth. All right, so Druck, basically by doing so, it pops. You're able to kind of get this thing, you sort of hold it tight, and you get it into him. And so you're going to take nine points of healing. Oh, okay. But then suddenly you're underwater, like having to hold your breath. Okay. Giovanni gives you the thumbs up and grabs your sides and then pushes you up towards the top of the water. I'll start swimming for air. Giovanni's going to look for any sort of magical item before he goes through any of the coin. All right, make another perception. All right. Since you're looking for something specific. Eight. You see a couple other potions. Okay, I'll put those in my vest. Okay. I'll start filling my pockets with the gold. Okay. Oh, wait, this is supposed to be a famous cargo ship, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, he'll go check the cargo hold, or where well, it be? A lot of the hold is kind of busted up. The ship was kind of split in half. You, honestly, now that you think about it, it kind of looks like it was bitten in half. Ooh. You didn't quite get that, you know, until right now when you, you're given that thought. But you can look around the corners. There are some casks. Go ahead and roll your perception, Runar. Got a 22. Runar, you see, too, that there are a bunch of little statuettes that are among the pile of coin. Clearly, a couple of them are, like, angelic. There must be gods or something like that. They're all white, like they're carved out of some big bone of some sort. But one of them specifically that looks kind of like a dragon with multiple heads actually has kind of red veins worked through it. So all of them look white, except for this one looks different. Hey, Runar, which one of these things looks like very nice? I'll, I'll just put those in my vest, and then we'll just take the rest up to pirates. Why don't we just give the pirates the religious statues, make them work for their gold, and then we just take the gold? Because I like all this stuff. There's nothing to like. Look at all these statues. They're neat. They're cursed. No. Really? I, I don't know. That one looks bad, though. It's got red veins, and it's supposed to be, like, bone. You're going to touch that thing, you're going to have bad things happen to you. You'll turn into... Well, you said that about the frog statue, and I have the diamonds in my pocket on that one. You really think I'll get cursed if I touch this thing? I wouldn't recommend it. Giovanni, in the middle of all of it, too, you're suddenly holding a belt that has kind of a dwarven face on the buckle. Ooh, that's going in the vest. And it seems like it's not damaged by the salt water. Attack. I'm telling you, we take the coin, it's a lot easier to offload, and let them deal with selling these items that may or may not be cursed. I can sell the items way better than they can. I guarantee it. Right, but remember, they want to take a percentage. I want a percentage before I give it to them to give them. So then they These give items us a percentage. Could be worth, let's just pretend the items are worth zero. And I could sell them for more. Let's just pretend that they're worth zero. <laughs> right? What is 10% of zero? I can make zero, 10. Look, and he holds up a copper coin. And then all of a sudden, it looks like a platinum piece. I can do this. Any of this stuff. He slaps you. <laughs> <laughs> With this advantage, because you're underwater. All right, try to hit me. See if it works. Uh, that one. <laughs> awesome. He catches your hand, and he goes, no, 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 no. Tell me what I can throw in my vest, and we'll bring up the rest. The coin. The coin. Well, Put all, all the, of the coin If all the coins are gone, they're going to know that we stole from them. Giovanni's going to take about a third of the coin and put it in his vest. 51 gold. Okay. Uh, Giovanni takes one of the statues and puts it in his vest, not the red one. He's trusting what Runar's saying about it being possibly cursed. Is there anything else that looks unique that he's going to put in his vest? You find a couple of transparent blue quartz. All right. All right. Do you see anything else, Runar? No. All right. So we are going to bring back some of this gold uh, and coin as well as these statues. 
And okay. we can give him dragon turtle. Egg. Oh, yeah, the eggs. I just want one, and we'll give the rest to Wait, him. okay, how are you fitting that egg in your vest? It's bigger than you are. All right, well, Giovanni takes one of these large eggs and tries so desperately to get it into his vest. <laughs> and then it starts to crack, and he puts it down, and goes, okay, fine, I will not take an egg. All right, okay, so we'll bring the rest up, and we'll tell them there's eggs down here so they can get the eggs, too. Okay, they pop. We'll take an egg and the statue-looking thing. So Giovanni sees you pick up the red statue, and he's like, I thought you said that was going to curse us. I don't know what it's going to do. He takes it from you and puts it in his vest. Well, now you're going to be cursed. All right, Giovanni and Renora's heads pop out of the water. Hi, Druck. Hey, he's just standing there. Um, Druck, I'm very sorry this keeps happening to you. No, it's all right. Hey, we got a turtle egg for you. Holds up a gnome-sized egg. Are you ready for a very nice brunch? Uh, yes. There you go. Just run it back to them. Run it back to them. Druck, we have some cool things. And he points at his vest. Ah. And then he winks. Ah. And then he starts getting up on the ship, and he says, Okay, so uh, we fought some uh, very furious samurai-type turtle thingies and a uh, little baby dragon. But you know what? We took care of it all, and we're totally fine. You killed a baby dragon? We did. We did. (laughs) The catman got the final blow. Well, it it breathed a bunch of steam on us, and then, boy, I tell you, that burned. That burned us to the Dragon turtle. It was a dragon turtle, yes. Mm. Yes, I mean, cutest little thing, but uh, one hot little bugger, that's for sure. So, we heroes brought you some loot. So, there is some dragon eggs. Check that thing out. That's pretty cool. And these little white statues we found. And then this coin. And, boy, everything else is just so rusty and junky. It doesn't worth it. The cook comes by, picks up the dragon turtle egg, and walks off with it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, sir. Thank you. Brunch time. Grunting. So, we brought you treasure, and we brought you brunch. Uh, Did I really kill a dragon turtle? Uh, Yes, you did. You did, yes. Final blow. You punched it right in between the eyes. Why did I have the spear, then? Yeah, you stabbed it a few times before you punched it. I think I have another song I'm going to write for tonight. It'll be very good. Well, yes, it's Cat versus Dragon. <laughs> yes, yes. You're too quick. I'm losing in my mind. I just I don't remember these fights. You're fine. You're fine. We're doing just fine. Uh, by the way, is there a medic around here? The dragon tin comes up. You need help? Well, just a little bit. During this epic fight, I mean, we got a little banged up, but we're doing pretty good. But yeah, anything would help. That'd be nice. My entire body hurts. It hurts everywhere. You know, when you fight a dragon turtle thing, I mean, they they push you to your limits, you know? I feel like Lot looks. Hey! She gives each of you a pure spell. So the dragon lady heals us up? Yep. Nice. Thank you, my love. She keeps her hand on you way too long. <laughs> Once again, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And he, like, takes her hand and, like, pushes it away. <laughs> His true love is to see. <laughs> she turns and she's like, who's your true love? My that wife. Guy's. Oh, that's good. Yeah, he's a married man. What about you there, <laughs> elf boy? Uh, the sea as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, you two better find it out. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to um, just stretch a bit and walk around the deck while we wait for brunch. Hey, are we going to go underwater again anytime soon? Probably tomorrow. No. All right. I am not. And he goes down with Lord X. <laughs> you kind of spend the rest of the day kind of peeling up a little bit and then get some rest that night. The next morning, you can see on the horizon Sandalwood, a bustling pirate city. You can see people out on the shore. There are ships everywhere. More ships than you've seen together in a very long time. Runar, we got land ahead, my friend. Can we just go to 
the gnome place. Sandalwood first. Chai here. I just like reminding everybody to like and subscribe if you enjoy listening to us and uh, my uh, my stuff. Uh, please like. That was yet another fine adventure. I say, Druck, What are we gonna do here? I mean, geez, you just you miss, 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 then you pass out. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how to handle that. Maybe Can I you buy should... you new dice. <laughs> Maybe you should learn how to talk to animals. That worked a little too well for you. Who loves sharks here? By the way, I mean, I tell you what. Everybody loves Shark Week. Is this all thing? I think so. But well, I think we missed it by a, a little bit. Oh. But seriously, Jack, can I buy some new dice? <laughs> all right. Like and subscribe to all that sort of thing. And uh, we release episodes about every other Friday or so. Keep your ear out. Woohoo!